Ladies and gentlemen, Austin, Texas, San Antonio, Texas. This is Roster Watching. This is the first week of the NFL season. It's like Christmas morning to us fantasy geeks, to us NFL fans. My name is Alex Dunlap. I'm here as always with the Trash Man. What up? We, are, we are Roster Watch, steering the ship. Our boy, always captain in our ship, Captain Ron Byron Lambert behind the wheel. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and fantasy footballers worldwide. The cooler weather has come through and it has brought football with it. It seems so appropriate. It is the two go together like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> It's like Christmas morning. This is the day we've been waiting for all year. We've been working on this for eight months, for week one. All the work we put in the offseason, start getting your fantasy lineups right from the very get-go this year. So, fellas, it's great to be back. We're going to kill it this season. I'd like to say I missed you, too. Hey, (laughs) we see see way too much of each other. (laughs) Everybody, please make sure and visit rosterwatch.com. This is where you can get... All the fantasy football tools, strategy, advice, um, everything you need on a daily basis to keep up to date and uh, have an edge over everybody else in your league. And it's time to pull up the anchor and steer the ship to an island full of fantasy riches. Let's do it. So let's dive right in. Um, I think a good way to get started today would be with a love-hate segment we are part of the Fantasy Pros Export Rankings Network. They rank 75 experts worldwide. And, and put us at the top of the heap every week. We're always at the top of the heap. This is against <laughs> the CBSs, the Yahoos, the NFL Networks, all the big talking heads out there. We kill them on a weekly basis. So what we're going to do is dive right in with the love-hate. These are the guys that we like a lot more than other experts this week and guys that we hate a lot more than other experts this week. And there's a lot of hate to go around. <laughs> So let's let's let, let's start with uh, let's start with wide receivers actually because there's one guy that sticks out right at the top of our list that we love quite a bit more than than others and that's a Brandon Marshall this week, fellas. We all tell the listeners why we like him so much. Well, what's not hey what's not to like about Brandon Marshall? You reuniting a proven uh, proven connection from from Denver and and Cutler and Marshall uh, both had uh, you know some of the most productive years of their career together. He's been a target hog through the preseason. He was a target hog uh, last season in Miami. There was a little bit of a uh, he had a little bit of a case of touchdown itis, but uh, always was getting good yardage and I mean being the player that he is and we're and we're beginning to see that which. The offense that Chicago is rolling out uh, now with with Mike Martz gone and with Mike Tice running it is a bigger offense. It's a more physical offense. Uh, he's going to be able to go down the field. He's going to high point the ball. He's going to have a field day today on, on, on the Colts. Well, I think we have him. I don't have our rankings pulled out, but I think we have him as our number two wide is receiver overall. He's our number three overall this week. So if number you have three. Brandon Marshall, you should love it. Vontae Davis is in town, his former teammate from Miami, the Colts. Recently executed that trade. Um, you know, we're not too concerned about that. We think Marshall is the guy, and that's going to be a game where the Colts should get plenty of points. Uh, another guy, actually, and we'll let the we'll let the trash man pipe on uh, in on this one because he really got us pumped up on him last night. Is Steve Smith, Carolina, against Tampa Bay? My goodness, we are high. Who's on actually him. a fairly middle of the road matchup by our matchup tool? Yeah, but I mean, we love Cam Newton just about more than anyone in football <laughs> right you know it's it's cam or megatron i mean you know depending on the day and how can you not love his number one receiver i think that steve smith i mean he he was he's been under, underrated for the past well he had a he had a kind of an off year the year before last but last year he came back i don't see why he can't continue where he left off last season and actually improve upon last season cam's improved why wouldn't his season improve starting off with Tampa Bay this week. Listeners, if you have comments about our love-hate, please call us today. We're ready to talk fantasy football with everybody out there. It's you fi- guys have big start-sit questions today, I'm sure. Call us, 512-447-ESPN. That's 447-3776. All right, let's keep going. So we love Steve Smith. We love Brandon Marshall. Another guy we love, Percy Harvin, especially in leagues that score return yardage, but even not. AP, he's going to be coming in. 
We don't know how much action he's going to get. So I think 10 to 15 carries is what they're speculating. Well, if he gets 10 to 15 carries, that'll be a major win for Adrian Peterson owners. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure that that's going to be the case. I see 10 max yeah, for I, him. I mean, we, we've said it all We've said it all offseason, but, you know, Roster Watch does attend events like the Senior Bowl, the Combine, a lot of scouting events, a lot of pro days. It's part of what we do to make sure that we, you know, know what advice to be given you in the football season. And – you know, in, in talking at the Senior Bowl with some of the uh, Minnesota Vikings staff that was coaching the North squad, they told me in no uncertain terms that whether or not Adrian Peterson had gotten hurt, they were looking at ways to get his backup, Toby Gerhardt, more involved because down the stretch they realized that he brought a different dimension to the offense and something that they wanted to have a little bit more of. So the fact that people are saying that they might want to be rushing Peterson back to me, doesn't make too much sense coming off an ACL just nine months ago. I don't think that they're going to be taking it too. Uh, Harvin's I mean, the X factor. He's going to be getting the, a lot of action. The thing in this about game Harvin is you, you know he's going to get carries, you know he's going to get targeted, and you know he's going to bust off at least one big play. I'm glad that we're so high on Harvin, and that's why our rankings are always so good. All right, let's. I'm going to throw out a few other receivers here that we're pretty high on this week, and you guys feel free to to uh, pipe in with any comments that you have. We love Vincent Jackson this week against Carolina. Um, We also are a big, big fan of Justin Blackman at Minnesota. Ooh, And we love us us some Darius Hayward Bay on Monday night. (laughs) Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? Who would have thought? And, you know, but you got to think. Monday night, AFC West matchup. Could be a little bit of a shootout. You, we don't know about Denarius Moore yet. My honest inkling says that he's going to probably go, but you can't, you know, you can't count on it. Um, you got a bunch of other guys who are banged up there. And the only other one you look at is a guy who, you know, a guy who Dorian loves. And, and uh, We'll and, talk about him a little later yeah. in the trash segment. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll leave that for the because trash. Because there is going to be plenty of fantasy saw, trash coming well, up later in this show. I saw, I saw a little bag of fantasy trash, one of the ones he's going to throw out, out out on the table here, and I think it might have involved. And one one last receiver we're super high on that we love, that he's still a, a low-end number three, but if you're in a bind, we actually loved Devery Henderson this week. We love, we, we love him heading into the season. We think it's a good matchup this week against Washington. As far as the receivers that we hate this week, hate's a strong word. <laughs> but hey, but hate's we, a strong word, but, are, but, but we mean it with every fiber of our souls. And we hate Larry Fitzgerald. We hate him. We we, we hate him in the in the context that uh, we, we don't have him ranked. We hate Why? him in every sense of the word. <laughs> He's a class act guy. He actually had decent games against Seattle last year, but it's a very tough matchup. The quarterback situation is just awful. He gave Michael Floyd a DWI. Greg Jennings we hate. Another huge name that we hate, Greg Jennings. Yeah, we do hate He's him. Been the I, model. Don't, he, I don't hate him He's so the much. model of consistency when it comes to fantasy football. He's always been extremely reliable. He's, he's a 10, 15-point guy. If there's, a week to hate, if there's a week to hate a guy like Greg Jennings, this is the week. It's the game, you know, it, it's the game of the week, and it's against San Francisco. So, it's, I mean, it, 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 he's, not the, he's not the easiest guy to love this week. Do y'all have everybody, anybody else you wanted to throw in on the wide receiver hate, or let's just go ahead and steer the ship over to running backs? Let's steer the ship over to running backs. Oh, but, I w- you know, let's, let's throw in one guy that we love, though, that we didn't talk about, Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne is a guy that we love. Yeah, I, I just I love that. He's been getting targeted so much, they're going to get behind. Andrew Luck's going to have to throw the ball, and I will be very surprised if he doesn't come out of it with 70 yards and a touchdown. Running backs, this 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 would probably be a topic for debate. We love Michael Turner this week. Love him. The uh, the Chiefs the Chiefs are a great matchup for opposing fantasy running backs. And Michael Turner is just criminally underrated anyway. He has been this whole time. People act like Jacquez Rogers all of a sudden is going to come in there and take away the carries. Uh, I, I think that I think that. You know, Michael Turner's fantasy demise has been greatly exaggerated coming into 2012, and I feel like fantasy owners who weren't kind of talked into it are going to be, you know, they're going to be rewarded because they're going to have a RB1 that they drafted in the fourth round of their fantasy drafts. Two of our our favorite running backs from rounds, I would say, about six through eight in the draft that we were telling all of our 
uh, listeners to focus on and all of our fans to focus on in the draft would be uh, Kevin Smith and Peyton Hillis, both guys that we we absolutely love this week. Kevin Smith, we're just huge on this Huge week. on him, huge on him. I think we have a phone call. Uh, is Trash it, man, do you have a pull, do you have the phone screen p- pulled up there in front of you, or we got any got any? We have Ron. Ron, are you there? Hey guys, how's it going? What up, going, Ron? Ron, Did that's you? the alias I use when I call in food orders to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it's it. An, it's not an alias, but uh, uh, okay, this should be a no-brainer. But I, I have you know I have two quarterbacks to start. I have Cam Newton. I'm going to start him, and then I also have Joe Flacco and RG three. And the thing is, is Joe Flacco put up crazy numbers in his preseason games, right? So should I start Joe Flacco or RG3? And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. Thanks for the question, Ron. Well, we have them ranked very, very close in our rankings, but we spent a lot of time finalizing this last night. So we're going to go with the guy we have higher, and that's Joe Flacco at home against Cincinnati with a a little bit of a, a returning secondary, but guys that are still coming off of pretty significant injuries from last year. So we like Flacco. We like Torrey Smith this week. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see what he does with this no-huddle offense. Uh, I think he's, he's going to cut loose a little bit more this year. And, I mean, honestly, I don't think you can really go wrong when you got Cam as your other quarterback. Right, right. And Yeah, I was going to say congratulations, Ron. <laughs> you, put together, you put together quite a squad there. But uh, I, I would say, you know, RG3 is going to be your guy a lot of times. Dorian talks about the no huddle. We're probably we're probably going to see that honestly out of RG three today as well. We've seen it a lot in the preseason. But you're a rookie. You're going to the dome for the first time. Byron and I have spent time at Saints camp. We have seen the new defense that Steve Spagnola is 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 implementing, and it throws a lot of weird coverages in there. A lot of weird schemes. A lot of disguised things. The final running backs that we love this week are going to be, and and love is a relative term. As much as hate is a strong word, love is a relative term. But we love Michael Bush. We love him this week. Uh, we also we love Kevin Smith. Well, we we do love Kevin Smith. We also love Pierre Thomas. Relatively speaking, we're very high on Pierre Thomas. He's from everything we've seen. He's actually at the top of the food chain in in uh, New Orleans as far as plays that he's in for carries he gets touches. Yeah, so uh, this is Roster Watch, guys. We're going to be right back. Not sure what we're doing. Maybe we'll keep up with some matchups, or are we going to— We can finish with love-hate. We've also got a few bold predictions we want to share with everybody. You guys hit us up, 447-ESPN. That's 512-447-ESPN if you're listening outside of the Austin area. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Roster Watch. You are listening to Roster Watch, ladies and gentlemen. And, and we'll start and out for the no call. More, apparently. <laughs> hey, that's, hey, hey, that's that's Russell on the other side of the glass today. We're ha- super happy to have Russell here working with us today. Thanks, Russell. We'll super have Brian calling in with a question. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's going on, guys? I've got a wide receiver problem. I've got two receivers to play, three receivers to choose from. I've got Jordy Nelson, Andre Johnson, or Vincent Jackson. Which two should I go with? Jordy Nelson and Andre Johnson. It's as easy as Absolutely. that. Absolutely. That's, that's a great lineup to choose yeah, from. Yeah, hey, man, it's a great problem to have. You can't get Vincent Jackson in, in your flex or any possible way, can you? Or are, are you able to start two running backs, a flex, and two wide receivers? Well, I went with Victor Cruz in my flex, and he uh-huh. already played. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be great with those two guys, and hopefully they'll make up a little bit for what for the for what Cruz didn't do for you on right. Wednesday night, right? Cool. I appreciate it, guys. Hey, yeah, thanks man. for the thanks, call. Brian. All right. All right. So back to love hate. We do love phone calls for five one two four four seven ESPN. That's five one two four four seven three seven seven six. Fellas, were there any other running backs that you're just absolutely smitten with this week? I think we hit most of them, didn't we? Yeah. I think we got it. LeGarrette Blunt was one last kind of snaky guy we liked a little more than the other experts this week. Uh, we think it might line up for a goal line touch or two. So you can't dismiss him. Also, there's um this is uh, this is kind of getting into the trash picks. <laughs> hey uh, man, it's always in the <laughs> trash picks. Hey, but he's not he's he's not he's not in the garbage grab this week. But I still want to oh. talk about him, and that's Daniel Thomas. 
Um, oh God, <laughs> we're just start, we're talking about Daniel Thomas of Miami. All right. I don't know. You, you, you have to consider him. I think he's actually going to. I think he's actually going to get more act- action than people are expecting him to get. One of only like two people to score a rushing touchdown on the Texans last season. Absolutely. So. Well, and so let's look out talk, for that. And one more person we kind of hate, relatively speaking, is Rashad Jennings. I hate him. I hate Rashad Jennings, and I hate Coach Mike Malarkey, and I hate the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I hate the way that Maurice Jones-Drew handled his holdout. But he's Maurice Jones-Drew. He's the leading rusher in the National Football League. And you, to sit there and tell me with a straight face that you are going to relegate him to third-down duty when all you have is Rashad Jennings, this, this changing of the guard at running back is going to take place halfway through the second quarter. I like Maurice Jones drew today better than I like Rashad Jennings. I don't think you stubbornly stand by a back that's not as good and lose a football game just to prove something. And and quickly, just just to harken back to the Peyton Hillis thing, a a, a point of contention among roster watch last night was uh, Alex and I kind of hate Jamal Charles this week, but that's mainly a reflection of our love for Peyton Hillis. Right. So either one, be happy to roll with. Speaking Trash of things that we love, call? yeah, phone calls. We love them. Ray, you're there with a question about Kevin Smith. Hey, guys, I got a flex spot that I'm trying to fill today. I've got Kevin Smith with Detroit, who I, who I think is pretty healthy now. Yep. And I've uh, also got Vincent Jackson. Who should I go with? Okay, so we're talking about a kind of kind of a flex deal here. We got Kevin Smith, exactly, yeah, a little a bit of a wrinkle. Deal. We right. have Kevin Smith as our 14th-ranked running back, well, well above other experts. We love Kevin Smith. It's an interesting question. It's actually a timely call because we have Vincent Jackson as our 13th wide receiver. Yeah, but, uh, hey, let me ask you this. Uh, do you get a point per reception in your league? We do. But that's why, that's hmm. why it's a dilemma. Hmm. And tell me this, who who are who are the other wide receivers that you would be starting and the other running backs that you would be starting? Um, I'm in three leagues. Let me see if I remember this one right. I've got uh, Dwayne Bow and Larry Fitzgerald in that league, and my other running backs are uh, Reggie Bush and Matt Forte. I like Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. All right, I'm going to go with, with Kevin it. Smith. That's what I was, I was thinking anyway. And just one more really quickly. Um, should if he blows up for a couple weeks, should I sell high on him? Do you yes. think Beth is coming back? Yes. Well, and well, actually, we no, think it's I mean, not even because of Beth. Yeah, Mikel Lashore. Mikel Lashore. And, and okay. plus, and plus, he's go- he he. It isn't a matter of if he gets hurt; it's a matter of when he gets hurt. So, yeah, fair enough. If, if he goes big, yes, for two or three weeks, yes, sell, sell, sell. All right, guys. Thanks. All right, Have thanks, Ray. Thanks, man. But. Getting back to getting back, and, and and thank you guys so much for the phone calls. It's five one two four four seven ESPN. That's four four seven three seven seven six. We're here to answer your questions. We're here all day. Our rankings are some of the best in the world. Uh, so we were talking about Jamal Charles. Why we don't? It, it isn't that we don't like him because I believe that we're. Uh, I think we're a little bit higher than the. Are we higher on him than the average? No, 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 no. We, we're, we're low on Jamal Charles. And, again, it was a reflection of our love for Peyton Hillis. Right. I mean, we're three spots low on him. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're a little below average on him. But, yes, it's going to be because that offense is going to set the tone through Peyton Hillis. They're going to establish the run through Peyton Hillis. And they're going to impose their will via Peyton Hillis. This is Brian Dable. This is Peyton. We forget, how soon do we forget? Peyton Hillis used to be a beast. He was on the cover of Madden after the 2010 season. He was unbelievable, unstoppable. He won people fantasy championships on his own. He's now reunited with that same coach, and they have Jamal Charles coming off the injury. If we've seen anything in the preseason, he's going to be more effective. Using our expert rankings on rosterwatch.com, we are going over the players that we love and the players that we hate this week, heading into this huge week one. Uh, We're super fired up. Quarterbacks, you know, we're actually somewhat chalk on. We've kind of got those rearranged in a – in a, in a different fashion than others, but uh, we were four spots high on Tony Romo. Hey, we love Tony Romo. He <laughs> went big. Drew, well, I don't know if we love him. I love him. He's as on a my Cowboys, team. as a Cowboy, as a frustrated Cowboys fan. It is a love hate relationship with Tony Romo. Yeah, it's a, I, it I think more a, so than with any other. It's player. It's the perfect really. segment to talk about Tony Romo. <laughs> It should be it should be a it should be a lot more love than Drew Brees is our number one quarterback of the week. We think it's going to be a monster in New Orleans, just complete a monster. They are playing angry there. Cam Newton, we love more than others. We had him at number one. We now have him at number three. Either way, you can't go wrong. He is the prototype. 
He's the prototype. And then, you know, I'm just looking down a little, you know, like I said, fairly chalk. And then as you go down the list, the guy that we've been harping on, we love him so much. He's got a tough matchup on the road today. He's a rookie. We don't care. He's we the love next Joe Montana. Andrew Luck. <laughs> we love him. We do. We do. And that's the thing. Like I was saying about Reggie Wayne earlier, it, it, they're going to get down. They're going to sling the ball around. And he's already sitting back there with a, with a veteran presence. He already understands, his, he already understands his, his, his check downs. He already understands how to go to his second read, sometimes his third read whenever you watch back the tape. And he has a slew of pretty talented young wide receivers there. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if Austin Collie goes today, don't be afraid to stick him in your lineups. He was Luck's favorite target during the preseason. He's concussed. <laughs> he showed no Austin, symptoms. Austin Collie's been concussed. One last quarterback that we love, and this would be something we'd probably only recommend in a very deep league or if you're in a bind at quarterback. And I'm not actually going to let Alex talk about how much he loves him because I'm not sure I want my name associated with him. <laughs> exactly. But this is on this, this the onus is on Alex this here. This is oh, Blaine oh, Gabbard if, at Minnesota. Let's 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 tell the fans <laughs> why in the world we'd ever all right, would okay. say we love him. Okay, well then let me first start off by saying that I do love Justin Blackman and I love everything that Blaine Gabbard has shown me this preseason he has shown incredible poise he has shown incredible growth as a as both a both a passer and a leader I've had to watch every single snap that he's played because I've had to chart everything that Justin Blackman has done so whenever you look at the matchup tool that we spend about 30 hours making we look over tight end coverage personnel wide receiver coverage personnel we put that into an algorithm with fantasy points against from 2011 and fantasy points against that would have happened against the first team's of the preseason, and we have a completely blue matchup on rosterwatch.com in the Jacksonville, Minnesota game. Blue is good. Blue is like, it looks like a big blue sea, and it's great matchups all the way across the board for Minnesota. I think Blaine Gabbert keeps it up. I think if you're hurting for a quarterback, if you didn't draft a quarterback until really late and you're stuck shuffling in between guys like, you know, Matt Castle or, you know, Josh Freeman. I I do kind of like Freeman this week, but (laughs) if you know what I'm saying, I think he could be a guy who you could put in in one of these, you know, deeper leagues, one of these two quarterback leagues like like we're getting phone calls. One last quarterback I love this week. Um, We only have him a couple spots higher than the consensus amongst experts, but I like Matt Schaub a lot this week against Miami. Uh, I think that goes along with our love for Dorian hates him. for Andre Johnson. I don't hate him. He's Dorian a, thinks he's a game. He's manager. a game manager, and, and, and I welcome your your comment comments against that. But um, and then the really the one the one guy I'm looking at here that we is a significant amount of hate. Who's actually a guy we really love in real life is Robert Griffin III. We're much lower on him this this week than most others. Uh, I think he's walking into the snake pit. I'm telling you, New Orleans. I'm I'm of of the mindset. How can you love Blaine Gabbert and not love RG3? It's just the these terms are relative. It's just just the matchup, (laughs) Uh, and it's the fact that we've been there at Saints camp. We've seen the things that they're that they're dialing up on the defense. These weird, you know, these weird zone dog under blitzes and all this stuff. They're dropping. Weird three technique and four technique guys into coverage. Speaking speaking of four technique, the phone call uh, four four seven. Keep coming ESPN, in, I love it. Christian, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Let's get right. fired up, Christian. What you got for us, brother? Just well, just as I'm saying the phone number, Christian calls in. Hey, um, so I have a, a flex position and, and and some wide rights. I got Chris Johnson. I'm going to play him. No problem. Uh, Wes Welker, okay, I'm going to play him, no problem. No problem. But I, between uh, the next two positions, my roster, best roster spots are Vincent Jackson, Toby Gerhardt, or Jeremy Macklin. And you guys have been talking about Gerhardt and you know how much he's going to play with Adrian a little bit hurt, but I'm still not sure whether Macklin would be a better player or not. A lot of Vincent Jackson questions in the morning. Mm-hmm. Just this morning, look looking at the rankings. I'm, it, for me, that's an easy call. It's Vincent Jackson. Yeah, it, I think that. Mm. Although we do, we, I love Jeremy. Like, Joe, Hayden, like Joe Hayden on Deshaun Jackson. Joe Hayden's going to be on Deshaun is Jackson. It more great news for Macklin owners, but guys, we spend hours on these rankings for a reason, right? We, we got to go with our we, we got to go with our rankings here, Christian. We're going to recommend that you go with Vincent Jackson. Vincent Jackson, our thirteenth ranked wide receiver. So how about that next position, Gerhardt or Macklin? Oh, so Macklin wait, is Macklin. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Macklin. I got one more for you. How much is uh, Maurice Jones-Drew going to play this first week? 
more. I, I think more than what they're saying. More than what people are saying. I think that he's going to have a better game than Rashad Jennings does this week. Enough, enough to take one of those roster spots. I don't like him more We're than Vincent Jackson or Jeremy about Macklin. Vincent, so, oh, all right. So Vincent Jackson and Jeremy Macklin are the two roster spots that we're talking about, or yeah. Toby Gerhardt. I, you know what? It, no, he's a good no. play for later in the year. I, no, I, I, yes, I got yes, him for later, but yeah, you, you got him back. for later. If you miss out, it, you know, if you miss the boat this this one week. You know, hey, leave the fine. weird running back questions yeah. on the bench in yeah, week one. Put leave, your sure things in Vincent go, Jackson. Put him in and, and, and Jeremy Macklin. And you're gonna know next week. I guarantee you, you're gonna know next week with 100% confidence. It's back to be, it's back to be in the MJD show. But yeah, yeah, keep him on the shelf this week, bro. Awesome. Thanks for the advice. Yeah, man. We got another caller, Matt. Are you with us? The fish are jumping morning, in the Matt, boat this what's morning. What's going on, my dude? Morning, gentlemen. Uh, I got myself a tight end dilemma. All right. Uh, I I drafted Jason Witten. Obviously, he's riding my bench this week. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, three other options, though, in terms of who I'm playing this week. Currently, I got Greg Wilson slide in there. Uh, and almost every day, I've got back and forth between him, Jacob Tammy, and uh, Kobe Fleener. Almost and every here. day. Yeah, I, I, every day I've switched to a different one almost. Yeah, you sound gonna, like us, man. I was gonna, I was gonna say I don't believe it's almost every day. I think it's every day. <laughs> every day. Every day yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe a couple, and, maybe a few times and every three day. and three times on Sunday morning. <laughs> all, right, all right. Well, if 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 we're looking at ours, this is an easy deal. You've been right the whole time. Keep Greg Olson in there. Greg Olson. Yeah. And, and PPR doesn't change that for you. No. No. Okay. No one bit, man. Thank you, gentlemen. No problem. Hey, man. thanks, Thank Matt. Good luck Bye. today, man. Thank you. Speaking of tight ends, we're fairly chalked there. You know, there's the, for the most part, there's only one guy I see that we hate, and that's Fred Davis. This all goes along with the hate for the Redskins this week. Um, plus, Fred Davis, as good as he was and uh, kind of talent he's flashed the last few years, just as far as preseason has been concerned, does not look like Robert Griffin III is looking for him. No, he looks like he's he kind of, and he looks slower. He looks like he looks like he's been. Looks like he might have some kind of chron- have have some kind of chronic. Well, pain. and then while we're while we continue to talk about that that game, I mean, speaking of somebody that we love, we absolutely love the New Orleans Saints defense. We are so high on them. I, I'm about to pass out. Me too. Me too. And and it just harkens back to a lot of what we've uh, a lot of what we said. They're going to confuse people. One tight end that we're a little that we're definitely a little high on by actually 16 <laughs> spots is James Casey, our own Houston Texan. Uh, we, we, we had the distinct pleasure of, of, of being, of being a guest at Texans training camp, and we've just saw him line up everywhere, in the slot, in the Z, in the flexed-out tight end, at the tight end, at the fullback. At, and so, I mean, like an H-back type player. He looked like Aaron Hernandez out there or something. I, th- I think, too, that it, it depends on his eligibility. Um, I'm not sure he's uh, tight end el- eligible in all leagues. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Roster Watch. We're brought to you by rosterwatch.com. Please call us, 512-447-ESPN. That is 447-3776. And we're coming back with what? Bold predictions. Bold predictions. Coming up next, this is Roster Watch. Welcome to the game. The only way Tebow starts for the Jets is if Mark Sanchez gets hurt. Nope, he will start a game this year. I, oh, I hope both They, right. did, they oh, did not bring him in. God, I hope you are so wrong. Weekdays, noon to 3. The Horn, 104.9. If you're like us, you can't get enough NFL and fantasy football intelligence. Rosterwatch.com is your source for all the rankings, tools, and news to help you win. At Rosterwatch, there is no offseason. It's the only fantasy outlet to attend the NFL Combine, Senior Bowl, and provide year-round NFL scouting and analysis. Rosterwatch finished in the top 10% of experts worldwide in Fantasy Pro's Accuracy Competition 2011. It's like having an actual NFL scout in your fantasy war room. Get inside. Rosterwatch.com. 
Hey, it's JD from The Game. It's finally the beginning of football season. Have you found a place for you and the guys? If not, here's a place for serious consideration. Third Base. Third Base has every college or NFL game you can watch in the restaurant. You can watch it from the patio or the bar. And they have free overnight parking. Later today, from noon to 2, join me at Third Base on West 6 for the Texans versus the Dolphins. And all-day Sunday drink specials like $15 domestic beer buckets, $20 Mexican beer buckets, and mimosas are only 2 bucks till 4. Third Base, your home for football. The Dallas Cowboys play here. Romo back, looking, good protection, now flushed out, rolling right, throws on the run, right over to the end zone, Ogletree, touchdown Cowboys. Your home for the Cowboys. First 30, Romo, hand signals out to Austin, high formation behind him, three-step drop, looking, deep middle, Austin, coming, oh, great, great catch, 15, 10, touchdown, Miles Austin, oh my goodness, what a ridiculous catch you made. The Horn, 104.9. Welcome back, listeners. You are listening to Roster Watch. We are coming back in with another call. Trent, are you there? I am here. How you guys doing this morning? Oh, we can't complain. Yo, Trent, what's up, my man? Um, me and my son are off to a baseball game, and he has his computer out, and he's arguing with me that he should play RG3 this weekend versus Freeman. The point differential is only a point in projections, so we want to ask you guys what we should do. The point differential is only a point in projections as projected by who? What's that? As projected by who? Well, that ESPN. Uh, oh, no, you know. this, this is actually a great question. But the but the point is that is a bit of a tough call, and 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 um and I give your son credit for kind of arguing with you here a little bit. Because in it. our rankings, it actually goes Freeman at seventeen, Griffin at eighteen. We spend a lot of time on these rankings, man, and when we make these suggestions, we generally got to go with them. I know that we don't want your son's heart to break if RG3 does go big, you know, for three touchdowns. <laughs> but for me, if, if if I'm trying to win, I'm putting Josh Freeman in there. That's well, the- and so- right. something to know about Freeman is, is that he's been a little lacking on upside, but we did a two-year quarterback study uh, just a few weeks ago, and Josh Freeman is sneaky, sneaky reliable almost up with the elite-level guys as far as number of games in which he scores at least 10 points. So he's got a great fantasy floor for you. And he's also got a new big, fast, sick toy in yeah, Vincent Jackson. Yeah, yeah, and an upgraded offensive line. So I think that Freeman is your guy there, and RG3 is going to be a guy that you can have a lot of fun putting in a little later in the season whenever you know that they match Carolina up. is a sea of easy matchups, too, for the for the Bucks today. So you got to go Yeah, Freeman. I agree. I, I totally agree. He's just such a RG3, such an unknown right now, and Freeman has more stability. So we'll put him in. So hey, we'll you just tell your son to worry about getting on base. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Trent. You guys have hey, a good day, Peace. Adios. All right, Robert, are you there? Hey, yeah, bro, how you doing? Oh, Yo, Robert, what's going on, my man? Well, you know, I've got uh, two good defenses. Oh, i got two defenses. And I kind of want to put uh, uh, Arizona in my uh, fantasy. Oh, really? Somebody else that likes Arizona, <laughs> too. I really like them. Who is, so it's Arizona and who else? Uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, you're deciding between Arizona and Pittsburgh? or you? Yeah, but... I'm from Arizona. Oh, you're from Arizona. Yeah, and um, well, that I would guess, explain the question. Then. <laughs> I mean, I know Pittsburgh's got a damn good defense, but yes. I'm kind of like hoping that Arizona's defense is uh, shut down uh, Seattle. Well, here's the best case for you: since you're <laughs> from Arizona, you're gonna love them no matter what. And if the Cardinals' defense plays great, you're gonna be a happy man no matter what, right? Right. So get get your action both ways. Yeah, get have your some love fun. for your Cardinals, but go ahead and make the smart move. Put the Steelers in your lineup. Look, man, I see where you're coming from, and you got a rookie quarterback coming to town. You don't know if Marshawn Lynch is playing. It could be a rookie quarterback, a rookie running back, and you know, not too much offense going on. Arizona's defense is greatly underrated. I get it; they're one of our sneaky plays, but don't swindle yourself in Week One. Put and it, the Pittsburgh it, defense, and in. it does look like Marshawn Lynch will play today. So, yeah, but but it, so yes, even more reason keep Pittsburgh in. Uh, Get your phone watching Arizona, and that'll be that. Yeah, thanks, man. You guys have a nice day, man. And, uh, hey, love listening to y'all's show, man. Hey, hey man, thanks you so much it. for listening, Enjoy. bro. Hey, Trashman, do we, do we have one of our regulars from last season? I think we might. Is, Who is, is it? Is, 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 is that our boy, Ernie? 
happening? What's happening? Oh, folks? it's big. It's, it's that fool, Big Earn. It's I not the it. same when I don't hear Ross crying for his back for his breakfast in the background. <laughs> Come on, Ernie. What's up, I mean, brother? He's all good. He's subdued. Uh, Watching Octonauts. I don't know if you guys know anything about that. <laughs> no, we uh, don't. Thank goodness. But anyway, I know you guys were on NJD earlier. Uh, and I come over with Shaw Jennings. I got him in my flex. And I didn't, I mean, would you guys recommend starting like a Donald Brown or, or Cedric Benson or even a Kendall Wright over NJD in a flex? Well, we have Donald Brown ranked a few spots ahead of MJD. So, yes, we would okay. recommend Donald Brown ahead of him. So, we got 20. So, the question is, would we recommend Donald Brown ahead? Who did, who so, was we the got Donald receiver? Brown as our 26th running back. MJD is our 28th running back. And you said Kendall Wright was the other one, Ernie? And Cedric Yeah, you got Benson. Kendall Wright and Cedric Benson. So, Kendall Wright was our, I think he was a low-end number three. He's our 37th wide receiver. So, I think at this point we're leaning probably running back there. And then let's go back and see where we had Cedric Benson. Well, against a very tough... The, the, he's hey, facing the worst hey, matchup hey, he can. Hey, Ernie, I'll be honest with you. I'm leaning towards uh, Kendall Wright this week. He's got he's really got one week to show his stuff. I think he's gonna. I think he might be the first option in Tennessee this week. Yeah, because I guess he's bred out right now. Yeah, I mean we all like Kendall That's Wright. Trashy. We we love Kendall Wright this week, and and Ernie doing that would be trashy. I think that your safest play. Uh, I think what's going to guarantee you six to eight points is going to be to put in Donald Brown, but his upside is significantly limited due to the fact that they're going to get down and due to the fact that they're playing Chicago. Uh, the, 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 the matchup that Kendall Wright is presented with, uh, does pre- I feel like does present you with significantly more upside, and we know by now that we should probably listen to Trash Man when he gets these little inklings. <laughs> well, I'll consider all that, guys. Um, what, are, what about Peyton Hillis or Reggie Bush in a flex? I got Reggie Bush plugged in there at Houston, but... Sounds like you guys are hyped on the Peyton Hillis train. Well, Peyton, I mean, Peyton Hillis is our 21st yeah. uh, ranked running back. Actually, one spot behind Reggie Bush, but that might be under review after Yeah, this. we need to change that. I, hey, I would we, start Hillis any day of the week over that's, Reggie that's Bush. It's a this tough week. matchup, but Texans, it's not a, and it's, it's not a PPR, is it, Ernie? No. Actually, I, I, I think we're going to run a misdirection play here. Yeah. We're going to we're, we're go with Peyton Hillis. Hillis. All right, guys. Well, keep up the good work. And I just want to let you guys know, I was listening online, and it sounded like all of you had a list. So I had to check. <laughs> I had to check, dude. It was so weird. Oh, it was so weird. All, all the online listeners think we all have lists. Okay. It's so weird. All right, That's guys. by design. It's by design. It's, it's, supposed to put our, it's supposed to put our fantasy opposition on. Hopefully, like your, hopefully your team doesn't have a list today, man. Good luck. <laughs> see, 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 see you later, Ernie. <laughs> All right, all right. So yeah, that brings up a good point about about you know Peyton Hillis, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush has a bit of a tough match, a bit of a tough matchup. Too. But I tell you what, he's it's the close. only he's the only weapon that Miami has. Yeah, that's a close one. I think we'll change that. We'll we'll we'll, we'll swap those two guys we'll after the show. Out. All right, let, fellas, let's get on to our bold predictions. We can kind of rapid fire through this. Uh, we're all going to toss out three bold predictions for the season. Whoever comes out on the worst side of this could be potentially facing a Brazilian wax later this season. <laughs> a Brazilian wax? I don't even know what it is. This is in it, it it's it's like the Netherlands. <laughs> All right. So, let's get started. I'm going to go ahead and pull my this is my money in the bank this season. I I say it's a bold prediction. We love him. Jimmy Graham I personally, I think it's within the realm of possibility he finishes actually not as the number one tight end this year, but the number one wide receiver. That's Woo! probably going super far out on a limb. So I will say Jimmy Graham will be a top three fantasy wide receiver, not oh, just hold tight on, end. Wait, he's not just saying a tight end. He's saying that you're saying Jimmy Graham will have the fantasy points accumulated to put him in position to where if he was lumped in with the wide receivers, he would be number three. Yes, I, at least I think he finishes higher than somebody like an AJ Green. Who I agree loved. completely. I love him so higher much. Higher than Julio Jones. I think he is lo- so big and so beastly. Hundred receptions. He snatches the ball out of the air and then just looks at you like he hates you. Hundred receptions, twelve hundred fifty yards, and the, an opportunity to go for twelve to fifteen touchdowns. Drew Brees, number one target by a mile. By a mile. You won't see me complaining about that one. Yeah, I, if, if I'm going to throw out a bowl prediction. Byron um, came up with bold predictions uh, as we got in the studio today, so I'm still kind of thinking up what some of them are. But I know my first one, and it's easy. It's that uh, our boy Peyton Hillis will end 2012 
as a, the better fantasy player than Jamal Charles, our own Austin boy here, who was drafted five rounds, six rounds ahead of him in most drafts? For me, I, I think my bold prediction, my first is going to be at running back too, and that's that Doug Martin will be Offensive Rookie of the Year. Offensive Rookie of the Year. He looks Doug amazing Martin. on preseason highlights. Who would have thought at the Senior Bowl? I mean, as as, you as, thought, as the week wore on, we thought it. Yeah. But coming in, we, we you know we wouldn't have had any idea that he was that he was going to be this kind of you know just just turn into this kind of prospect. But I could actually see it happening. A guy that's kind of like my so I was super high on MJD last year when people were low on him. I wouldn't put this quite in the same category, but kind of my my running back that I love this year a lot more than others, and Alex touched on it earlier, we think he's criminally undervalued. Michael Turner, I think the discussion of him falling off the fantasy cliff is just... Criminal! Is criminal. It's premature. Um, I'm going to make a bold prediction. I think Michael Turner might have 15 touchdowns this year. They're going to be in scoring position. They're going to be in scoring position more often this year than they've ever been. They're involved. The new offensive coordinator is actually involving Michael Turner in the pass game for the first time in his life. Um, I like Michael Turner. I think he gets in the end zone 15 times this year. Okay, moving on to me. Uh, I am going to have a bold prediction that down in Houston Texans that Keyshawn Martin will finish the year as the outright number two threat as any sort of receiver, tight end, anything. It will go If Andre Johnson stays healthy, it will go Andre Johnson, and then it will go rookie. Keyshawn Martin, as far as yardage totals, as far as touchdown totals, as far as targets, as far as everything. You guys keep an eye on this kid. Keyshawn Martin, wide receiver Texans. All right. My bold prediction, wide receiver. I don't know how bold it is. Just it better be that, bold. That, that I think, That's the name that of I, this that, segment. That I think this guy is super sick anyways. But just considering that everyone, how sick everyone thinks Mike Wallace is, I think Antonio Brown's going to lead the Steelers in receiving this season. I love it. Yeah. That's a great bold prediction. Yeah. His dad is actually the leading receiver in arena football history. So I, 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 I wouldn't put it past him. I think Trashman's trying to minimize his op- <laughs> chances at the Brazilian wax here. Austin, Texas. This is Roster Watch. We are bringing you everything you need to know for your fantasy football Sunday that's coming up. And thank goodness that it is here. We're coming back next with the Trashman, uh, our filthiest, stinkiest segment that you can possibly imagine. Also, hit us up with your phone calls. We should have time for a few of them on the other side of the break. It's 512-447-ESPN. That's five. 512- 512-447-3776. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Roster Watch. Welcome back, Austin, San Antonio. Get hyped. This is Roster Watch, brought to you by rosterwatch.com. And we have Robert on the line with a question about running backs. What's up, Robert? Yeah, hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, so I had a question about running backs. I'm in a small eight-team uh, non-PPR league. Uh, I got Derek Fadden. That's a no-brainer. But also, I got uh, Trent Richardson, uh, Marshawn Lynch, Peyton Hillis, and my others. Uh, also, they're uh, available to pick up. I could get uh, Kevin Smith. Michael Bush is still are still out there. Uh, oh, the trash man would feast on this waiver. <laughs> my <laughs> lord. Okay, so we're talking an eight-team league here. So let's just get down to the brass tacks of it. You know, you got McFadden in. Uh, Marshawn yeah. Lynch. We're going to move up above Trent Richardson with the news that he's playing today. Right. So if that's the case, then we still have Kevin Smith. We have Kevin Smith higher than Peyton Hillis. Yeah, okay. believe it or not, man, we're going to recommend... And higher than Trent Richardson. Believe it or not, man, we're going to recommend that you go to your waiver wire, you know, and, and pick a guy up off your Ooh, waiver wire I to do start. anything to start Darren McFadden, Marshawn Lynch, and Kevin Smith. Yes. I will tell you what, Robert, um, they're going to okay. be mindful of Lynch's workload this week. Uh, so he's probably going to see some um, split time with Robert Turbin there. So keep that in mind. Yeah, okay. I mean, he, I'm God. He's. I mean, it seems if he goes though against Arizona, he's going to beast out. So. All right. Yeah, keep, well, keep keep an eye on that situation closer to game time. If you start to be concerned about McGahee, your next option there. I mean, about uh, Lynch, your next option is Trent Richardson. Okay, but uh, I'd probably have to give up maybe Pierre Garcin, 
Garcon is my he's my sixth wide receiver to get maybe Kevin Smith. Or yeah, hey, this in, that, in an eight team league, there's gonna be plenty of wide receivers on your waiver wire. If he's your sixth wide receiver, get him out. That's of there. an embarrassment of riches. Get your best matchup in. It's gonna be Kevin Smith. Okay, so get Kevin Smith. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks. No right, problem, thanks, Robert. All right, fellas. All right. Let's 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 do our boy Ari Timken, our our uh, program director down in San Antonio, San Antonio, for, for the show down there. Let's give him some love this morning. I got him on the personal text line. Yes, listeners, not everybody has access to, my, to, to questions via text message. We'll give you, we'll give you Byron's numbers. Only our employers All right. can so, text us at this time of day with questions. But so he's got it? a good one here. Ari wants to know if he can start three of these guys, who it will be. So we have Frank Gore, Darren Sproles, Kevin Smith, and Eric Decker. Who are you leaving out of that group? Frank Gore, Gore, Darren Sproles, Sproles, Kevin Smith, Eric Decker. Well, we know Kevin Smith we're starting. We yeah. love him. We love him. And I love Eric Decker. So we're I le- think I like so Eric Decker more than Frank Gore. So we're leaving I out Frank so. Gore. And we love Darren Sproles. Even, especially if you get special teams production, but even if not, yeah. we like Sproles in if, this game. If, or if you get special teams production or if it's a PPR league, that makes it even more obvious. But I feel like the obvious answer is to leave out Gore. Yeah, that's a lo- sad. That's a that's a sad statement to me. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> uh oh. What is it? What's going on around here? Hold. It, it, hold. This man never uses deodorant ever in his life. He's I, never paid it, for a single it's, lunch it's, for a day on this earth. It smells like the business end of a rotting rhino carcass in here. He saves money by waiting to relieve himself when he's about to get in the shower so he doesn't have to buy toilet paper. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the disgusting, filthy, dirty rosterwatch.com trash man. You guys are so sweet. Thanks, man. It's how we really feel about you. (laughs) So, all right, listeners, uh, if you're new to the program, you're new to the Garbage Grab segment, um, you know that these filthy. <laughs> you should know that these filthy nuggets of trash turn into fantasy gold. Last season alone, calls out games from from the likes of Leonard Hankerson, from the likes of Naaman Roosevelt, whose 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 picture is on the one dollar bill. Uh, uh, who else? And Brad Smith, guys whose names I don't even remember this year. <laughs> Joe McKnight. Uh, come on. All right. So let's so let's hear it. All right, guys. Uh, garbage grabs for the week. First, I have. A guy here in Oakland, in Oakland who I actually think is going to have a pretty decent game, barring Daenerys Moore playing or being limited, and that is Rod Streeter. Uh, yeah, you probably never heard of him. Uh, he's a rookie, and he's slated to start this weekend against San Diego, like I said, bar, barring Daenerys Moore's return. He's had an impressive preseason, 18 catches and 165 yards um, during the preseason. And with Darius Hayward Bay being the only really healthy receiver on the team, I think Streeter could actually make a name for himself here in week one. Yeah, I love Streeter. Following that, a uh, guy we just talked about in the last, well, in the last question, um, and that was uh, running back Robert Turbin, the Seattle Seahawks. Marshawn Lynch. I think he probably will play some this week, but I think his carries will be limited, leaving the door open for Turbin to make some big plays possibly. So if you're in a pinch, um, Turbin's a guy you could possibly run with, and he's a guy who should be owned regardless. Um, he's one of the better handcuffs in the league. You might even try to trade him for Devery Henderson. Hey, let's not get into that. That still <laughs> hurts real bad today. All right, a guy who... Actually, isn't garbage, but you might think so just because you really haven't heard much of him. And that's Kyle Rudolph. He started to pick up late last season uh, the tight end in Minnesota. He's an athletic specimen in the style of a Rob Gronkowski. He's going to be the second option in Minnesota behind Percy Harvin, at least until Jerome Simpson gets back. And I think he's got a good matchup this week against the Jaguars. Also, I have somebody we haven't heard from in a long time. And this is actually probably my deepest, my deepest garbage pick this week, and that's Eddie Royal of the San Diego. That smells like slime. (laughs) You have to swim through a little bit of garbage to get down to him. I think that's the kind of thing where you got to go into like the, you got to go to the real, real deep part of the dumpster. Where did you? It's got that kind of sour smell that I kind of like, though. I don't know what's behind the dumpster at Starbucks or anything. Just trolling. Trolling, trolling the news wires um, in the preseason and the offseason. Uh, North Turner loves Eddie Royal. 
And, you know, we've seen he has the talent. He just really hasn't made made do with the opportunities after his rookie season. But I think with Vincent Brown being out and with really no wide receiver stepping up besides Antonio Gates, um, I think Eddie Roy actually has a chance to make my an impact. God, I my feel God. like it. You trash man first. just made a Dutch oven and pulled the covers over my head. I feel like it, too. It feels super disgusting with that. <laughs> oh, Eddie Royal. <laughs> another guy this week who actually is another name you probably don't hear very often, but he has sneaky good games, and that's David Nelson, wide receiver of the Buffalo Bills. Jets shut down corner. Daryl Revis has been listening to what people are saying about Stevie Johnson and about how he took him to town last season. So I think he's going to be doing everything he can to shut him down, leaving David Nelson to soak up targets there in Buffalo. I think he's probably going to be your leading receiver there today. Well, I, for the Bills, at least. Well, it's Steve it's, Johnson owners take note. Yeah, and, and and Donald Jones is terrible, so I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy you might want to roll with just for this week, and I mean just for this hey, week. Hey, and a lot of these are probably <laughs> just for this week. All right, but okay. And that's and that's Ronnie Brown running back for the San Diego uh, Chargers. Ronnie Brown is terrible and old and very done. <laughs> <laughs> you would think so. But uh, North Turner believes him enough this week to start him against the Oakland Raiders. Ryan Matthews isn't back yet. Uh, Ronnie Brown's going to get the ball. I'm seeing I just remember when carries. I loved him going into last year and then on his first carry of the year to, to come in behind LaShawn McCoy, he just coughed up a ridiculous <laughs> fumble. And then before I know it, he was getting traded to the Lions and then the trade fell through and he was looking ready for retirement. Like I said, it's not going to be for long. He has a small window. Yeah, a very small hey, window. Hopefully for a guy like you who owns Ryan Matthews, the window is small. <laughs> exactly. Right. But you can roll with him this week. As far as quarterbacks go, I like Christian Ponder. I know Alex was talking up Blaine Gabbert this week against the Vikings. I actually am going the other way with it. I think Christian Ponder has a possibility of having a good game this week against the Jaguars with Percy Harvin, Kyle Rudolph to work with. And um, I think he'll get Toby Gerhardt involved in the passing game as well. Trash, man. You're, you're just too trashy for me, man. <laughs> Christian Ponder, Ronnie Brown, who else? Eddie Royal. Did, did you mention Cadillac Williams somehow? <laughs> I would if I had the time. Uh, my last pick, my last garbage grab pick this week. An important one. An important one. A guy that um, we, we've kind of forgotten about until very recently, and that's Braylon Edwards, wide receiver of the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks just can't keep has-beens out of the receiving core, apparently. Um, but I think Edwards has a chance to make an impact. Sidney Rice, we don't know how he's going to perform this week. He's going to be starting opposite him. So I think Braylon Edwards, he has a chance to make some big plays. You heard it here first, folks. That's the trash, man. This has been Roster Watch. My name is Alex Dunlap. I'm here with Myron Lambert, Dorian, the trash man, Colbert. Please visit rosterwatch.com. Keep up with everything that's going on. Hit us up on our Twitter, at rosterwatch, our Facebook, facebook.com backslash rosterwatch. Until next Sunday, Austin, San Antonio, listeners worldwide, this is Roster Watch. It's been a pleasure, guys.